tuned in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after-show entertainment. <laughs> TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! We built this city! We built this city on this song so good <laughs> amazing <laughs> one of my favorite performances of the season this song but hello after buzzers welcome to another glee after show for you all it's almost the finale next week so crazy to Don't think say about. It. and you can always find us on youtube at youtube.com backslash after tv as well as on soundcloud and itunes let us know what you're thinking about all these performances are you sad to see glee go um, what do you think is going to happen in the finale? There's kind of a lot happening right now on the show. And you can use the hashtag ABTVGlee uh, to reach out to us and let us know what you're thinking. You can find me on Twitter at Stephanie Wanger. And, of course, my name is Stephanie Wanger. <laughs> <laughs> you guys can find me at Roxy Star, And, of course, my name is Roxy Stryer. I guess I'll follow that format. You can find me on Twitter at underscore Michelle Fee, and my name is Michelle Fee. Love it, guys. And you're our special guest tonight because you have a different perspective on Glee. I know. Yeah. I'm so excited to have someone new on our panel. Of course, we're missing Hannah and... And Marissa, Marissa yeah. But we'll have them back for the finale, and we'll come back strong. Not that we're not strong this week, because we are very strong, mm-hmm. um, but it's cool to get somebody new on the panel and figure out, because we kind of all have the people we ship, and yeah. the storyline we follow, so I'm excited to right. hear what you got. Exactly, and I know you're a huge Glee fan, so that's always fun, too, to have another... Just call her by her real name, Gleek. A, a no. Gleek. Uh, we're all Gleeks in this room. It's cool. Don't worry <laughs> about it. Um... So, of course, the episode title is We Built This Glee Club, which is, you know, a great play on everything that happened tonight. It's perfect. Yeah. It's literally perfect. It is so good. It's episode 11, and then the finale is a double episode, 12 and 13, right. next week. I want to jump in to talking about kind of where the episode started, which is Rachel debating about what she should do for her future. Should she go to college? Uh, be on Broadway or come back and be at McKinley. I know that was not really an option she considered, but I think mm-hmm. it's it's in there. It's it's in her mind. Yeah, you know, we were very split on the panel last week on whether going to college was the right move or being a performer or what. And I want to get your opinion. Did mm-hmm. you have a strong opinion on which direction you thought she should go in? Well, I really thought she should have gone back to college, um, just because I feel like she went there to talk to Madame Thibodeau for a reason. Mm-hmm. So it would have made no sense if she went there to talk to her and then was like, I don't really want to go back to college. Well, she wasn't offered the role on Broadway until after. Right. But that is a little manipulative. Yeah. You know, I felt like I was on your page last week a little Mm -hmm. more so. I was like, okay, if she does go back to college, I understand. Once she made her decision, I was really bummed. And I know that sounds ridiculous and 
yes, going to school is incredibly important. And I absolutely respect that decision. But turning down another role on Broadway, I kind of was with Jesse when he says, you know, your mistake wasn't leaving Niada. Your mm. mistake was leaving your Broadway play too early to go film a TV show. Right. And I agree with that. I don't think her sta- mistake originally was leaving Niada. To be the lead in Funny Girl, her dream? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How are you going to turn that down? It's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. And now a once-in-a-lifetime thing has come around again. And I don't know. I guess Niada's kind of once-in-a-lifetime, too. Yeah. Ugh, I'm so torn I still. agree with you about school, obviously, so important and, and something that everyone should probably do. But mm-hmm. I don't think that there has to be a steady and fast rule that you have to go to school before you do the performance, or you can do both. I don't think that it's, like, one or the other, necessarily. Like, you could... I wanted to see her take on the Broadway show, especially once we found out that Jesse St. James was her co-star. Of course. I, like, they have such great chemistry, and Leah, Leah and... Um, I'm blanking. Jonathan. Jon- yeah. Jonathan are such good friends in real life. Like, I would love to see that, yeah, that moment uh, happen for them. But I don't know. I So I kind of wanted her to take the play and then go to college or do both, somehow balance... Yeah. Both. Mm-hmm. I just didn't think that just college was enough for Rachel Berry. I don't think that's going to like satisfy her need to be back in New York. Yeah. Right. You know, you said that it's something everybody should probably do. I disagree a little bit because I do think that college isn't made for everybody. Mm-hmm. And I think that people find their own paths. But for her specifically, I do think she is a good student. And it probably is made for her. But that doesn't mean when she's 40, she can't go to school. Oh, or right. when she's 30 or when she's 25 or whatever. Like, she can... Rev- there is no one step past. She doesn't have to go to school, graduate, then get a role. She gets a role. She comes back to school. Like, you see it all the time here in L.A. There's actors that are 40 years old, 30 years old, whatever it is, still in class because they want to get their degree, even if they're successful in whatever they're doing. It's just important to some people. But I feel like at the same time, like, she can also always get a Broadway show after she graduates college. Like, it's not like those opportunities won't be there for her because she is Rachel Berry. Yeah, but you never know. You never know what the roles are, you know, because there is an age limitation on certain roles. Right. And if she had turned down Fanny Bryce, she would never have been able to be her because... By the time she got out, she might have been too old for the role. Oh, and just to be clear, I wasn't meaning colleges for everyone. Just I meant education. Oh, education. Yeah, continuing to learn in some way, I think, is really important in life in general. Gotcha. And so I agree with that. Definitely. Yeah. So like, it's just finding the balance. If it's taking a class at a time or like studying on your own acting whatever that means to being you being in a broadway show is educational yeah being in what you know that is a, right. definitely You're a learning, learning from your peers and maybe more senior actors that's a whole conversation we can <laughs> have that's probably not too related to glee all uh, drinks later yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly um that being said i want to talk about sam's perspective on rachel he was so it made me not a huge fan of Sam tonight. Yeah, I get that. He was so pushy. Yeah. Last it, week, too. It's not even the fact that he's for college or if he was against college. It has nothing to do with that. It's just that I feel like he's being really controlling in some way, and that really bothered me. Mm-hmm. If he hadn't said anything, do you think Rachel would be going back to Niata, or do you think she definitely would have just accepted the Broadway show? I feel like she probably would have accepted the show. Yeah. Because he was, like, kind of the only one pushing her to go back to school, whereas everyone else was kind of like, you do what makes you happy. 
Right. You know? Yeah, and that kind of makes me a little nervous that she's doing it for the wrong reasons. Or maybe he just mm-hmm. opened her eyes to something she didn't see. But he was. You put it perfectly. He was very pushy, yeah. um, which is, I know that he was doing it from a good place. It's not like he's trying to manipulate her or be malicious. Mm-hmm. But it's not Finn talking to her or it's not Kurt talking to her. And, yes, right. she's been friends with Sam for a long time. But I kind of just want to shake him and be like, what do you know? It also <laughs> didn't fit with his character. Like, I know he is coming from it the very best way. He wants her to succeed, and that's what he's after. But it felt like he's always been, like, this silly, lighthearted guy and, like, the guy with the golden shorts. And how are we to this point where he's, like, trying to make Rachel more serious and realize that she needs to, like, go to college and do all these things? It felt really strange to me. It felt like a an odd character move as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree with that. But Sam is a wild card. So I I guess if anybody is going to have an odd character move, and you can guarantee that, it would be Sam. Right. So it's like, how odd can it really be? Do you guys kind of think the writers were setting it up to where, um, you know, we don't see Sam and Rachel in the finale or, like, in the future together? Well, I don't know about your opinion on (laughs) the two of them together, but I am just, like, the biggest nut fan. What Mm -hmm. is that? Enemy? Uh, I don't know if there's, like, an opposite word for I don't shipping. Think, yeah. I mean, yeah, the opposite of ship is yeah. how I feel about Rachel and Sam. I ship them as friends, mm-hmm. but their relationship is just way too much for me, which is why I was so excited to see Jesse St. James tonight, and I know I'm going to get so much slack <laughs> for that, and I know that not everybody dug that kiss, but oh my god, it finally gave me the little pitter-patter in my heart that I needed. I totally agree, though. I'm I mean, on board with you. So good. I will... <laughs> jump into that in a second, but I think we're probably all on the same page, basically. Yeah. Not uh, everybody, though. Well, not not our viewers, and I'm sure we will hear your tweets. Don't worry. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm excited to hear them. Yeah, no, we, we want them. Let, let us know if you think that, like, we'll get into that relationship in a second. But I want to talk about, first, uh, Kurt's reaction to her. I kind of want to go through everyone. And I, I actually, Kurt was my favorite tonight. Mm-hmm. Kind of not pushing her one way or another it was just like you should get back to New York and figure out who you are and what you want to be and who gets a chance to you know live it all again was kind right. of his point yeah and he was kind of working on that last week too I just find him to be a very supportive friend mm-hmm. in general like yeah. you do you and here I am to help and if I see you really getting off track I'm gonna give you a little nudge but until that point I'm gonna give you some wiggle room yeah his whole thing is like don't be a diva but do you and, yeah, and right. be the best you you can be and I, and I really like that message especially within the Glee universe I think it's a really nice thing because we get a lot about bullying and other things and it's mm-hmm. nice to have just someone have a supportive friend a kind friend yeah their friendship means so much to um, to me but to all the Glee fans too just like yeah. what the two of them have done for each other I think is really cool and so I wasn't surprised with his reaction here um yeah, I think that he had one of the best also. Mm-hmm. I agree. And let's must do No, I, I, I completely agree with everything you guys just said. Team! Oh, yay, <laughs> go us! All right. So, uh, Jesse St. James, I agree with you both. I There was, like, a part of me that was, like, like romantic comedy kiss just, like, makes mm-hmm. you smile. And you kind of went through it for a second. You, like, had a visceral reaction. I'm watching you because I watched it so many times. And now that when I came to watch with you, I'm like, I'm just going to watch you watch this. Yeah. Um, you kind of were like, 
Ew. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it, you could really see the emotions across my face. Because at first, it. I agree. Some of our Glee fans have been saying, like, why are they pushing her into a relationship so quickly right. with Sam? And I, and I totally get that. Because Sam, to me, and I've said it before on our show, is totally a relationship that is of the moment. And in some ways, I'm like, I'm fine with her having fun for a minute with him, but she's he's certainly not endgame for her. Yeah, like, yeah. That and so I want her to find someone, and I and again I've said it before, that you know can match her life in New York and and her ambition. And so at first I was like, is it too soon? Is oh, it's someone still from her past? I want her to find someone new. And then kind of as I thought about it more, and you saw this all <laughs> happening on my face, I was like, actually he might be the perfect choice for her. It's like he understands the past, but he can move into the future with her. He's, he's not trying to pull her back in any way. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know, I, I had a little bit of a different perspective on it. Um, for me, it just represented options. Mm-hmm. Like, because people were shipping Rachel and Sam, and now they're investing. Everybody was on board with Rachel and Finn, of course. Yeah, right. Then for outside circumstances, that could not happen anymore, and she is devastated, mm-hmm. and she spent the entire year kind of by herself. Then now this year, this season... Her and Sam have this thing, and now people are so invested in that relationship, but they're not looking at it as a fling. They're looking at it as endgame, yeah. which I don't think it ever was supposed to be. So for me, Jesse coming in was just showing, like, she is not committed to anybody. Mm-hmm. She's willing to try new things. She's finally in a place where she thinks she might be able to move forward with men in general, whoever that may be. She can make out with whoever she wants. She can do whatever she wants. Right. And so when she kissed Jesse, I wasn't thinking, ooh, wedding bells. I was thinking, this is progress. This is her growing and this is her trying to open doors for herself. I, I know people have problems with him because of their past and yes, she makes the joke about the egg and throwing it on stage mm-hmm. and yeah. there are some major issues there that if they were to ever be a couple, they would have to work through. But I, I just liked that she wasn't with Sam in this moment. Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree. I feel like it does show that she's growing as a character and that she's moving on from her you know, relationship with Finn. Um... I personally think it would be, like, a great thing if she were to move in with Jesse. Like, because I love them together. Spin-off. And I know, <laughs> I know, like you said, they had their differences in the past. But I feel like they're adults now and they've, like, grown past that. And they're on, like, a level where they're good with each other. I yeah, yeah, I agree with you. I think that Jesse understands who she was and mm-hmm. can kind of see her past. But is able to kind of accept her as an adult and wants to see her succeed. And I feel like it's not that Sam wants the best for her. I've no doubt in my mind about that. But when I think of like happily ever after for Rachel, it involves Broadway or performing in right. some way. Yeah. And Jesse might be a better option for her. I really honestly though, before the finale or for the finale, want Rachel to have a happily ever after. And I don't know what that means. If it's one of the guys or if it's her herself like finding her way in New York. I want her to end happy though. Right. Yeah. When we when we talk about moving in or having happy ending, maybe it being with one of the guys, I think to myself, pump the brakes. Like yeah. you know, you don't have to jump into moving in somebody. Date him, date him, maybe you end up really liking Jesse. I'm not somebody who believes in necessarily a one. I believe uh, yeah. like there are multiple ones out mm-hmm. there for you in different lives and maybe if she had been with Finn she never would have actually been able to see that Jesse could be a one. You never know. Things right. happen for unexpected reasons. Right. But I just think whatever it is, 
take your time and have your happy ending in this show be your career. Which for her means, I guess, going to Niata. And maybe mm-hmm. that is what means she has really grown as a person because she's actually taking this seriously yeah. and, and taking it educationally, um, as you said before. So maybe that is her happy ending and dating and just being in the city that she always wanted to be in. And I think that there are ones for certain times in your life. Like, it might mm-hmm. not be... We always talk about endgame on this show. And right. it, it might not be your end person, your soulmate, the person that you're, like, eternally supposed to be with. But it's someone who... It's well, a one. Yeah, a yeah. one, exactly. Yeah. And I feel like Rachel, as much as I know it's so hard to watch her move on from Finn, it would be nice to see her at least try someone and see if they are a one. Right. Yeah. And right. and I think that maybe being uh, with Sam is a defense mechanism because I think she probably knows he's not a one. Yeah. Other people will disagree with that because they think he might be, but I don't think he is. I mean, let us know. That's a great... Thing to rate, comment, let us know what you're thinking. Um, you can go on YouTube, iTunes, and of course our Twitters and let us know what you want for the finale, what you want for Rachel, and if we see your amazing comments, we'll be sure to read them out and shout you out next week mm-hmm. um, for our crazy finale. <laughs> Woo! So exciting. Oh, you're wooing, I'm crying. And, <laughs> I mean, I'm... It, okay, so this is where I'm at with the finale, and we've had fans kind of ask us if we're like sad or happy where we're at with the finale. I'm so excited to see what's next for these characters. And that's what I'm looking forward to in the finale next week and kind of how they tie up all these loose ends. I agree. Also, what's making me not feel as sad and making me feel a little more happy is it's time. Yeah. You know, it's not like we're sitting here and I'm like, oh, my God, I think that there should be ten more seasons of Glee this way. I think that it is time. And I do love the show. And I think that we want to go out. Yeah. On a good note, mm-hmm. um, we had uh, we have some news and gossip about uh, the cast being on Ellen uh, last week, and they were talking about how you know they're twenty eight, they're almost thirty years old, some of these cast members, and still playing early twenties, and that it's you know even they feel like at times it's you know it's ready, they're ready to move on. Right? Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah, it'll be interesting for sure. Let's jump in though to. Roderick and Spencer, as we like to say, the new, new direction. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, You know, here's my thing. I really love both of these characters. Mm -hmm. I love Roderick and I love Spencer. I just have found what they've done in this season to be very strange, which is focus so much of our time and energy on people who we have never seen prior to this season. Mm -hmm. It's just a weird thing. And I was making a joke earlier to you that, like, somebody could hypothetically have started Glee season six and completely understood what was going on in tonight's episode, which I think is strange. That being said, if we are going to go with new, new directions, these guys are great. Yeah. Like, I love watching them interact. Uber talented actors. Actors, singers, like, knock me on my butt kind of singers. Yeah. 100%. And it it was cool to see them kind of work together and help each other out. Mm -hmm. It reminds me of the new direction, the old new directions. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And I I love that. I love that they can't dance and they need Kitty to come in and help them. And I love that, you know, Roderick's looking out for Spencer now. I think that's great. Yeah, and I love that they finally referred to themselves the original direction, like the new, the original new direction as the old guard. And yeah. I was like, well, thank you for finally coming up with a term. <laughs> so that, that we can stop messing around with your name. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I was like, okay, you're the old guard. Now we have 
But see, it's still the new, new guard. I yeah. don't know how to do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because whenever you talk about new directions, I obviously am thinking Rachel already. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. that's new directions to me. Yeah. yeah. So we got to keep going with the new, new. Yeah, exactly. Crazy enough. But I thought that I want to get into Roderick and Spencer not being able to dance and how cruel the Warblers were. For, yeah. I thought that was really cruel. Yeah, but at least they rocked. Like, you know, if they kind of sucked at dancing and they were making fun of them, I'd be like, oh, people in glass houses shouldn't throw stones. But, <laughs> oh, my God, the warblers rocked. They could have said it in a nicer way. Mm-hmm. But it kind of is what you have to do in competitions. You put your best foot forward. And everybody's been talking the last couple episodes about what an awful dancer Spencer is. Yeah. And Spencer's been making fun of Roderick, but it's like, uh, look at yourself. <laughs> Boy yeah, can't dance. It's true. It's true. I, I, but... I see, I feel like his voice and Roderick's voice specifically, just like it doesn't even matter. I would just want him, like other people dancing around him just to hear his voice. I'm like actually in love with Roderick. Yeah. I honestly don't know what to great. do about it. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. Like I can't with him. His voice is so, so good. Yeah. It, so like I love listening to it. It's something that I would put on repeat in my right. car. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Spencer's awesome too. They, they are really cool characters and, and I love the fact that Spencer didn't go through with the cortisone shot because I was kind of bugging out. Yeah, I just felt like that would have been a really bad mistake. Just right. because, like, like Sue or, no, Coach B said, like, there would have been some repercussions or whatever if yeah. he were to go through with it. And he was just like, I get that he was being a team player, but at the same time, it's like, you really need to think about your future. Absolutely. Yeah, I was going to say, because doesn't he need a scholarship for school and all of that. Like, like college. Yeah, not only that, but they said that maybe this would only take a week or two weeks to heal if mm-hmm. he didn't go on it. What about, yes, football, but what about, uh, what's it called, nationals? Yeah, I mean. That's true. Like, but, yeah. this is sectionals. You're going to slaughter your ankle? Then what do you do? Keep cortisone shotting? Like, oh, there's just something that really freaks me out about that. <laughs> it, it's also just, like, a terrible example outside of the Glee universe, just setting that example of, like, yeah, like, I understand pushing through pain, but, like, getting a shot that can cause you more injury just seems like a bad yeah. thing to set out there in the universe. Right. <laughs> so I loved that he actually ended up stopping it because the show they really did care about him. But the way that they stopped it... Oh, yes. So we're going to talk about songs and performances <laughs> later on. That's why I stopped myself. But I do want to briefly say Chandelier... Interesting. That made me nervous. How and long would it actually physically take you to prep a chandelier to swing on? Yeah, I mean, Mm-mm. again, we live in like... More than 30 seconds, I'm going to say that. Yeah, magical glee universe where this is possible. And I was so nervous for him. Even, I know that like the actor's probably not actually injured. and But I was still, like, I was just like, this seems so dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> like, if they hadn't already done Wrecking Ball, that's what they would have chose for this number, yeah, just right. so he could be on there. <laughs> exactly. So crazy to watch. I didn't even know what to say about that. But let's jump into Sue and... Okay, this is where I want to start with Sue. I know we're jumping towards the end of the episode here, but so she takes over as the vocal adrenaline coach and claims at the end of the episode that she did everything in her power to let the Glee Club New Direction win. Mm -hmm. Do we believe that to be the case, or did she give up? Or, like, lose, basically. I think she lost. Like, I think she's just coming up with a way to make herself sound and look better in front of Will. I mean, I do get that he and Sheldon were the only two people who, like, stood up for her when she was being bashed, but, like, she should have just accepted defeat. Like, 
I don't know. I just, I couldn't believe her. As much as I wanted to, I just couldn't. I, if like gun to my head kind of thing, yes, I believe her. <laughs> but, so, you know, if I have to choose, yeah. <laughs> then I believe her. Um, but I am very, very skeptical. Here's why I do believe her. Because she never wanted to be a show choir coach. So this wouldn't have been her dream job. She just would have gone off and done something else. And what she said in her screwed up, twisted Sue kind of way all made sense. And even when he's like, what about my car? And she's like, well, that was for fun. So we know she's still a Sue and she still can be a really, really bad human being sometimes. Mm -hmm. But I do kind of think, I mean... I thought what Vocal Adrenaline did for the performances, which we will get into specifics later, was incredible. Their performances were incredible. But she talked about these judges and the research she did. I don't know. I want to I wanna say, she, yeah, she really appreciated that Sheldon and Will didn't rip on her. And, I, yeah, I think she did it. I think yeah. she helped. Really? <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm like trying to convince myself of it because I want to believe that. Yeah. See, now I've heard both sides of the <laughs> argument and I'm completely split. When I was watching the episode, I felt more like this is absolutely, I was more on your side, Michelle, that like it just didn't feel like something Sue would do. Right. Mm-hmm. And then when I think about it, like there is two sides to Sue and so maybe... Maybe this is her kinder side, but I also feel like she's hurting vocal adrenaline. It's not that kind. Like, there's still right. other people. Right. Yeah, I mean, if you think about the wedding episode and what she did for Santana's grandmother and how she, how she mm-hmm. went about it, and she was like, do you want to tie them up and, and throw <laughs> stones at them? Remember, like, she was yeah. trying to show that. So, like, that kind of is like this situation where she really is doing one thing, but she's trying to get something else out of it. Mm-hmm. You just really don't ever know with her. And I think that's why Will at the end smiles and doesn't say thank you. Because I think he's in the same position you are, Stephanie. Yeah. I think he's sitting there being like, I really don't know. I just, yeah. I don't know. This woman, yeah. she's got me confused and in kind of an interesting way. Yeah, she's been all over the map this season in terms of kind of her intentions and so I think it really could go either way, which leads me again to say, tweet at us, let us know what you're, <laughs> you're thinking and, and feeling about this. Was Sue had a good intention, bad intention? I never, I feel like sometimes it's a really mixed bag with her. Yeah, yeah she's a wild card. I yeah. want to be glitter bombed, though. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, that was kind of cool. Not in my apartment, because then you have to actually clean that. But like <laughs> on the street somewhere? Yeah, I was going to say. Although it, that's littering. Um... <laughs> If I could easily vacuum it up, yeah. <laughs> I would right. feel good about it. But it looked like scary at first and then really awesome. Yeah. It's yeah. kind of the way that it, <laughs> it rolled. But exactly. that's all right. Um, so sectionals. They uh, happened. They happened. <laughs> um, this was not my favorite sectionals we've seen on the show, mm-hmm. I have to say. I know that's a little negative, but it wasn't bad. It because just of song selection or because of the actual performances or just I, because of the judges or what? When we get into the performances, I really enjoyed the performances. I just felt like there wasn't... I remember watching, I guess, past sectionals and regionals and have you nationals that like I was on the edge of my seat about who was going to win. Mm-hmm. And maybe this was just my... like realizing the series was ending, but I was like, there's no way that yeah. McKinley's not going to get it. I so thought it, McKinley wasn't going to get it. Because I knew we only had one episode left, and I was like, what are we going to do next episode? Go to Nationals? But I true. I think that is exactly what we're going to do. <laughs> I just, there was a part of me that was just like, 
it didn't have the suspense. I guess that's what was missing. But if you weren't sure and you were more debating it, then maybe that was, wasn't missing for The you. point is you're just smarter than I am and, and knew that they were going to win. <laughs> that was not so my point. So it wasn't as interesting. No. <laughs> that was not my point at all. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But yeah, I guess if I was like, oh, I know for a fact, then it wouldn't have been as intriguing. But for me, I was really like... It, yeah. Between the two yeah. of them, I didn't think that what are they called the flockers, the Faulkners, Fal- 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 the, the Falconers. Yeah. I was never like, oh, they're gonna right. win. Yeah. But actually, at one point, I thought maybe it'd be funny if they did. And both, it just shocked <laughs> them because there's always that like random third yeah. team, or but usually it's that usually it's that deaf team or the yeah whatever. The, there's a, there was another one too. Uh, Warblers, the old people. Yeah. Yeah, there were old people. Old people. The old people, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it, we've never had that random team win, so that would be really exciting yeah. to like switch it up. I would have, if that had happened though, you would have seen such an amazing reaction from me, Roxy, because I would have just been like, "What?" Yeah. <laughs> I would have been so upset by that. Yeah. Just because it's like it's like a like again a wild card. Like if yeah. they had won, but I when I was watching it, I was definitely on the edge. Yeah. And then before they even revealed who won, it was just kind of like. Well, this is their last sectionals. Like, they're right. not going to have any more. Yeah. They're not going to, like... Well, they could now. <laughs> You're right. But you mean not on TV. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> not on TV. Not in yeah. our world. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I was just like, they they can't just make them lose like they did in the first season. Yeah. Right. Oh, that was devastating. I know. I was like... <laughs> I don't think I ever got over that. <laughs> no, I mean... Never. If there were more episodes, it would have been really fun to have somebody else win and how do you come back from that because that's a season worth of material right Right. there but for this I just felt like they had to and I know um, it's cool I feel like they're trying to end it on an uplifting note and Mm -hmm. so it would have been really weird to be like we're so sad and then come back in one episode or in this two hour special next week and on Friday feel like oh, we're suddenly okay. The reason that it was the most important to me that they won is because it was the catalyst for getting us to the last five minutes of the episode. Mm-hmm. And the last five minutes of the episode I thought were brilliant, yeah. which mm-hmm. included the trophies and all of those flashbacks and everything that happened there. I had chills all three times that I watched this episode, watching this. It just, like, first of all, anytime Finn's on screen, obviously mm-hmm. I'm, like, just glued and I can't get my eyes off of him. It was even like that when he was still alive, though. Just something about his presence on screen. He's so charismatic. Exactly. From his audition on those trash cans to everything he's done since. I just think it's brilliant. But second of all, we like... This sounds so cheesy, but we lived this with them. We lived through them winning all of this. And it was just really emotional to watch them put the trophies back in and have all these flashes and see all of them already when he was younger. Just everybody's Mm -hmm. face... I thought it was incredible. Also, just to see how much they've all changed. Right. To go back to those flashbacks, you can really see how much the actors, the characters, everything has evolved over the six-year span of the show. And there's something really special. And that made me want so much more Glee. It was those, like, flashback moments. And I know we talked about it before. We're going to have a flashback episode next week. And I'm going to come in here and just be like, I want so much more of that. (laughs) I know. I know. The waterworks are coming out. For sure. Um, I did feel like 
I have to go back and quickly talk about um, the judges at sectionals. That was th- something Do else. Do we have to? <laughs> I want to briefly, if that's all right. Yeah, I, go ahead. I, I just, I think that that was part of the reason that this wasn't my favorite sectionals, was that I just felt like the judges were so silly. And we've had such amazing judges in the past, and this mm. felt so like, oh, okay. A, a lot of the past judges are silly, too, though. I've never really understood what they've tried to do with these judges. It's like, yeah. they're like they literally like flip a coin for who wins. It makes me feel like the fact that our team won means nothing. Yeah, you know, right. like it just yeah. didn't really mean much to me. And it was also such a long scene. You were saying this that I just felt like they could have condensed down. If you're not using any sort of real judgment, why have it be a five minute scene? This is our yeah. second to last episode <laughs> yeah. of this entire series, and we're gonna spend five minutes with these three characters we literally don't care about yeah. like, right. at all. It was just frustrating me. I think some people at home probably thought it was funny, so... I mean, I get what they're trying to do. It's, like, small town. Who are you going to have judge? Like, it's going to be these, like, random people from the community, like, oh, this woman, like, has her cat, or, like, whatever it is that... And I get that. But on the flip side, it just felt like kind of... We could have just had the answer. We didn't even need that moment backstage of how they were deciding. Yep. Yeah. Um, Is that enough about them? Yes. um, So... I feel like we talked about the trophies, so that's good. Let's talk about the songs. Yeah. Woo! Um, so Listen to Your Heart was one of my favorites of tonight. Um, Just overall, for one second about the songs, yes. I really enjoyed their song selection tonight. I liked, mm-hmm. I, I thought that it, this season we've kind of had some weaker um, combinations, just like not going across the board enough. I just thought that they did a really good job. I wanted to say that because overall I really really liked these songs. Also they had something for everyone. Right. Yeah. Because sometimes this season you felt like wow they really pushed the pop or they yeah. pushed some other angle where this felt like oh there's an older song. Oh there's something so new like Sia and you're like okay cool. Right. Like mm-hmm. there's a lot of mix. Absolutely. Um, so we can talk about Listen to Your Heart now. Listen to Your Heart <laughs> Jonathan Groff and Leah Michelle of course Rachel and Jesse. When he walked in and started singing, when I mean, because obviously we love Leah's voice. She's so, so freaking good. But he walked right. in, and I was like, yeah! yeah. <laughs> like, I literally, like, out loud gave a yeehaw. So um, I was really, really excited. They Their vocal combination is mm-hmm. so good, and they acknowledged that in tonight's episode. Uh, they killed it. I mean, they were, on spring, they were in Spring Awakening together. Right. It's, it's something that it's a proven fact that these two people can make amazing music together. Right, period. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, I mean, one of my favorites of the night, no shock there, as soon as he was out there, I was like, Leah sounds amazing, but Jonathan adds a whole nother level to it. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I love this song. Um, it wasn't my number one favorite song of the night, but that just shows how many songs I loved, because I thought it was so good. And then the song that we didn't really get a lot of the song, which is was sad, was Broken Wings. Um, this was the Falconer's this is baffling to me. Like, Will and Sue and whoever talked throughout the entire thing, and yeah. this was really good, so, shh. Like, <laughs> let me listen. Yeah, I I liked it. I thought it was a little strange, um, the birds. I get yeah. why, like, it all makes sense <laughs> with the broken wings, but it was just a little intense. I would, I think I wanted to see the entire performance so that I could understand it better. Yeah. Yeah. I get that we don't care about this group. Yeah. So maybe that's why we didn't really see it. But then I kind of would have preferred to eliminate the judge chat and have more of the right. song that we mm-hmm. didn't care about. If it's two things that we allegedly don't care about, 
or give vocal adrenaline the song, have them have three songs because we had three songs, yeah. and just say the Falconers or whatever already performed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, so we can care and invest ourselves in something. Yeah. <laughs> I like our good writer suggestions. <laughs> in the writer's room at AfterBuzz TV. Yeah, exactly. That actually would be an amazing show. Yeah. How all of us at AfterBuzz TV would change our shows. It's <laughs> kind of crazy. Yeah. Fun well, to think about. We're planting ideas. They're circulating. Exactly. Um, so we built this city, Starship. Yeah. Uh, this song just straight up rocked. Yep. Like, with their costumes and the silver and everything. Oh, my God. I, I was so glad that we opened up with this because just a 10, I thought. I felt like, oh, my God, give it to them. They've won. That's I, loved, I, was feeling. I loved the play of We Built This Glee Club as yeah. well. Mm-hmm. So cool. Uh, they, their moves and everything, I just so good, and it just like pumped me up, and yeah. I, I loved it. How'd you feel about it? I loved it too. I just based off that performance, I really thought they were going to win because mm-hmm. it was so good. Like yeah. in comparison to what the New Directions did, yeah. I know, I, I could see that for sure. I said that I loved Clint's voice. That was my big note on this song. Was just I could listen to that. Forever and ever and ever. I live for Clint. It's a bummer. He's such a dirtbag. But other than that, oh, I love him. I know. It's like the voice versus the character. Because the voice I could listen to for all of time, the character I would just want to, like, shove out of the room. I think this was my favorite (laughs) song of the night, though. It was a close call, but I think this was the favorite. Like, that and Listen to Your Heart. It's That's what your tie is between? Yeah. Mine's coming later. And then we had Mickey, which is a song I had not heard in so long. This just always reminds me of Bring It On. Me too. Always. Yes. I mean, I just feel like this song is Bring It On to me. But it's Clinton, Vocal Adrenaline, of course, another one of their songs. And they rip off, and they're in the tracksuits, and they did the coolest dance moves again (laughs) with the legs are flying, and everything was just, like, perfectly timed. And I was thinking to myself... Oh my god, these are real actors and real dancers doing yeah. this. Like this is an incredible performance. This is something that you would go see like on Broadway. It right. was amazing. I agree with you entirely. A little inappropriate for oh, high school. Totally. I'm, totally. Yeah. But really enjoyable. Again, if I can separate reality from Glee World. <laughs> like rubbing down the body. Like and stuff. if I'm watching this as a standalone enjoyable. If I'm judging this as, like, this is a high school performance, like, these kids are getting expelled because this right. is super inappropriate. Also, not that difficult of a song to sing. So, yeah. I, I'm not taking away from them, but, like, this didn't show an incredible vocal range, mm-hmm. yeah. which I feel like Clint has. True. So, like, they could have done something gray. Side yeah. note, though, did you guys know the guy who plays Clint is Max George from The Wanted? Mm-hmm. Fun facts. Yeah. Fun facts. He looks so different. He looks really different with hair. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Good to know. That's a good fun fact. I like like it. And that's why we brought you on the panel. Yeah. I'm like, I like your fun facts. Um, So take me to church. This was another up there, one of my favorites of the night. This is a song that, I mean, we all have heard a thousand Mm -hmm. times if you listen to any L.A. radio station. (laughs) It's on it. I swear. Um, My boyfriend sang this song. Roderick. I mean, I was going to say, I was like, Roxy, do we have news? <laughs> no. no, no, clearly not. My fake boyfriend, sorry, yeah, yeah, Roderick. Yeah. Oh my God, when he comes out and he's just like so soulful and everything drops and he's like, mm, and I'm like, oh my God, I love you. You're so brilliantly talented. And yeah, I was kind of sick of the song, but now I'm not. He made it somehow his own and mm-hmm. just so enjoyable. And I know he's your boyfriend, but... 
I will listen to him in my car all day long. <laughs> I think that's okay. I'll yeah. lend him to you. Okay, sounds good. Like it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and I just thought it was a great performance overall. Kitty and Jane and everyone just seemed to bring it. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And a good song to start with. Yeah. yeah. And then, I know we're going to have so much to say on this one. <laughs> Chandelier. See ya. Oh, uh, okay, so I'm going to start because... I don't know why, but I'll start on this one. It's um, that's your prerogative, baby. <laughs> uh, um, I like this song a lot, and I thought that they did a great job performing it. Mm-hmm. But as much as I, we had JJ in studio last week, and I love Myron. Felt so weird to have this moment that was from what is a very deep and complex music video, and yeah. a little has been like reported as odd in the media, and it felt really strange to have him be dressed as the child from that music video. Yeah, I agree with you on many different levels. Number one, I think that if I close my eyes, it sounded really good, and the girls killed it. Mm -hmm. Madison, Kitty, like, they were all just crushing it. But number two was that I felt like they were kind of making fun of the music video. Music video, which I found to be odd, but artistic and different. And I thought that what they did with Myron's character with the wig, although he's very funny and I think JJ did a great job giving them what they wanted. Mm -hmm. To me, it didn't work because I didn't think it was artistic and beautiful. I felt like it was... Mm -hmm. uh, just kind of poking fun at the music video, not embracing and trying to show, shine a light on it. So that didn't work for me. And being in the audience and like kind of humping the chairs or whatever, just the the actual performance didn't work, but it sounded great and I loved the song. Yeah, I will have to agree with that. I actually thought the performance overall was good. I didn't like what Myron did with, you know, coming out in the whole bodysuit and the wig. But everything else I thought was really cool. I thought it was a great performance. I loved what they did with it and mm-hmm. how they sounded. I also have to say, if you hadn't seen the music video, if you happened to watch Glee <laughs> and you had not seen the Sia music video, having him out in that suit would have been the most bizarre moment I think Glee <laughs> has ever created. Well, just cause you, yeah, with the wig, you'd be like... Why? Why? Yeah. yeah, and I mean, he did an incredible job with what he was asked to do. I just don't understand the choice that they made. Like, I would have liked to have him on stage. I think his voice is so great. JJ's so talented. Mm-hmm. Why not have him... Like, with, intermingle like, with all of the cast. Yeah. yeah. Whatever, yeah. It was, it, a, it was a weird choice, but at least it was a choice. Yeah, I agree. I totally agree with you. And then come sail away. Yeah, this is what this is what rivaled for my favorite song. Oh, this is my top 25 played on iTunes. I love the song. I thought they did such a great job. Um and and this maybe would be for me the reason why they took home the trophy. Yeah. Okay. Like as a final number and it just oh, so good. You know that I like a peppy number at the end. Yeah. <laughs> That's my favorite and this was perfect for me in in that way. I I did appreciate high energy, just fun. And kind of getting back to what Glee Club is all about. And mm-hmm. I felt like that was kind of the final segment of the show. It was like remembering those moments, and this felt like it fit in with that. So right. I really enjoyed it. They were What they did was they had a lot of ensemble pieces, mm-hmm. which we missed a lot. Because we always had one person like upstaging another, whether mm-hmm. it was Amber Riley or Leah Michelle or whatever, you know, right. wanting to be the one voice. But these, there's so many great voices at this point that it's cool that we get to share and listen to them all. I agree. I agree. So I, I did love the song. Do you enjoyed this performance? I did. I thought it was a great like bow on top of the entire 
right. their entire performance. Exactly. exactly. And it was a nice way, I felt like, to kind of end sectionals and yeah. understand why they potentially won. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, because otherwise, with the judges' comments, you would never understood, like, if it was just, like, a mediocre performance, which they don't really do, but, like... Mm-hmm. It was all right. You'd be like, well, maybe they didn't deserve to win. That's weird that they won. Like, they won only because it's the end of the series. Where this, you were like, oh, no, you're actually super talented. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and it was, like, the justification was Exactly. That. Right. Although both teams were very talented, but yes. Yes, mm-hmm. I, I, as we said, I've loved all these numbers, <laughs> so I feel like it's, it's pretty clear that it's all very talented, fun people. Yeah. Um, are you ready for some news and gossip, though? I am. After Buzz TV News. So first off, I want to encourage everyone to head over to our YouTube page. You're probably already there if you're watching this. Maybe maybe you're on iTunes. Who knows? But YouTube.com backslash AfterBuzzTV and check out all of our amazing footage from Paley Fest. Uh, one of our hosts went on the red carpet and interviewed a bunch of the Glee stars. Uh, yeah, it was it was really really cool. Actually, Jason Eichler and Keaton they both went. Um, there was a bunch of there's so much footage from Paley Fest from Afterbuzz, which is amazing. But specifically the Glee, they did a highlight reel of their interviews, so you can if you only have two and a half minutes, you can go and you can look at all the cool things uh, that Mark said, that Leah said, that Jane Lynch said. All yeah, they had everyone on the everyone. Car- so on the carpet. yeah, great interviews and definitely make sure to go check that out. Yeah, I got the good dirt. It's a definite can't miss. Along with that, while you're hanging out on the web, you should definitely check out, um, if you want to, there's the full video from Paley Fest, which is the entire cast being interviewed and uh, finding out about what it's like to kind of end this epic series. Um, and it's definitely worth a watch. It's so fun. Um, as well as the cast was on Ellen, as I mentioned. And they talk about what they stole from set. Um, they got some blazers. We heard and, what Myron took or what yeah. JJ took. Darren also took a blazer and a cord. Has some gold shorts you may or may not remember. <laughs> so, Ooh, baby. Definitely something to watch. And they play some games with Ellen, of course. So if you haven't seen that, I would highly recommend it. Um, also, I uh, feel like this is a major spoiler. So let's just say that. It's... Spoiler alert. Spoiler. Spoiler. Yes, it's a major spoiler. Um, We know some of the songs from Paley Fest that they will sing in next week's finale. Mm -hmm. Are you ready for them? Yes? Okay, I'm taking that as a yes. Yeah, the drum roll means yes. (laughs) Yes. All right. So, Leah Michelle and Chris Colfer are taking on Popular from Wicked. Love it. Because you remember their Wicked moment before. Yes. It's so good. (laughs) It's amazing. I'm so excited about that. Chris Colfer and Darren Chris, I feel like we've been wanting a duet from them for all of time. Yes. Like it's it's yeah. been so long. And they're doing one of my favorite songs ever, Daydream Believer. Oh, so good. <laughs> oh, is that I the don't monkeys? Think I've heard that song before. Daydream Ooh, Believer. No. Yeah, okay. it's the monkeys. You you'll have to check okay. it out. It's worth it. I'm sure they're going to do an amazing job with it. Oh, that's going to be so good. Oh, my God. That's almost like teenage dream status. Oh, (laughs) Oh my God. I can't wait. I'm beyond excited about it. And Leah Michelle, we kind of got a hint from JJ last week about this, that 
She will be singing a solo called This Time, and mm-hmm. it is written by none other than Darren Chris. Yep. So another Darren Chris original on Glee. Based on his last Sorry. original, I'm stoked on this. I really can't wait to hear it. And I love that they're exposing his music this way. It's yeah, awesome. mm-hmm. and uh, he says of that, he told EW, I wrote This Time as a love note to all things Glee. The show itself, the mm-hmm. emotions of the people leaving it, both the characters and the actors themselves, the effect it's had on everyone. I tried to cram all these ideas into a single person's narrative. I wanted Rachel's words to encapsulate not only her own personal journey, but everyone's experience of being part of this show. Oh, that's so beautiful. Yeah, I was just like, it makes me so excited. And he's so eloquent in the way he stated it as well. And you're He's just, in the Paley Fest videos, too. Yeah, he's beautiful. definitely one to check out for sure. And then do you want a few more little tidbits from Paley Fest if you don't have time to watch the entire video? Yeah, I do. All right, so... In the first uh, hour of the finale will be a major flashback. If you watch the scenes from next week, you you know that already. But uh, it will be a major focus of it, remembering Corey Monty. So and cool. Yeah, and just a focus on that and how, you know, because it's been a minute since we've truly kind of, I know we had a little flashback tonight, but it'll be nice to have more of that, especially in the finale. I think it's what I know mm-hmm. I want and hopefully other Gleeks want as well. And then, I love, this is another fun fact to add to yours, Michelle. Um, Amber Riley's mother will appear in the chorus of the finale. Ooh. Ooh. So, such a fun thing. I was like, that is a fun fact. So, if you spot her, let us know. That's cool. I'm excited yeah. for that. And I think that is our news and gossip. So we get some predictions? Yeah, let's do predictions. And now, your After Buzz TV predictions. I predict it will be two hours. That's a very good prediction. Thank you. Bold prediction, Roxy. <laughs> you know I'm known for my bold predictions. Yeah. What can I say? Um, I The thing that I was interested about, too, was... I kind of thought Jesse St. James would have come and gone, but he seemed to be in the finale. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know what's going on there. And then, we was that Don't Stop Leaving a Flashback? Or is that going to be coming into a new number? Or we, I, I don't know. know. I know. There's I, a lot. I really want Don't Stop Believing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, so badly, I can't even <laughs> express it. Um, and then, I think, for me, I really want these air, these characters to find some sort of ending. Like, obviously, they're 20-something years old. It's not the end of their story, but some sort of satisfying... You want a bow on every story. Like, even yeah. if it's kind of a temporary bow, just a little bow. Just a little yeah. bow. I want something that is like, this was this person's journey when you saw them for six years, and here it is. I don't want it to just be like, oh, whatever. Right. I want every character back. That's fair. So, that would be great. They have yeah. two hours. Yeah. I wish they could do everyone. Yeah, like we definitely need Mike Chang back. I want mm-hmm. Rory. Like I want all of these characters that we had seen. Marley, more Ryder. San- yeah, more Santana and Brittany. Yeah, I mean. I mean, you know how I feel about Brittany. <laughs> right in my heart. Um, but there's just been so many. I want to see little appearances. But the problem is if you try to fit too much into this finale, then it's not going to actually be able to tie up any stories. It'll just be like high and buys from everybody. So I really trust Ryan Murphy, and I know that he had a big hands-on part in this finale. So uh, I'm looking forward to it, and I believe that it will probably kick butt, mm-hmm. knock it out of the park. I also just want to say that if you have friends, I know I have friends who kind of stopped watching Glee and now are like coming back around. So if you have friends who are 
on the Glee outs, as they say. Get them to watch this. Everything I've heard and everything we just talked about in news and gossip makes me so excited. And hopefully, if you've ever been a fan of the show, you should definitely. And then watch our after show. (laughs) Yes. Shameless plug. Shameless plug. Thanks. Thanks, Roxy, for pointing out my shameless plug. No, no, no. I I did it too. I'm with you. Yeah. So I just think that, yeah, this is a moment that if you were ever a fan of the show, I hope that they kind of bring it back to that point where you, you, you get everything that you want answered. And I'm Mm -hmm. so excited for the flashback, especially of how everyone met each other. That's going to be so fun. And I hear there is an amazing moment between um, Kurt and Blaine in that and how they met. Because I don't think, like, we kind of know, but we kind of don't. <gasps> I yeah. have chills. Yeah. So, so excited. excited about all of it. Um, Michelle, thank you so much for thank being you. here. Hi. Yeah, it's amazing thank to have you here. Always here. fun to get a new Gleek in the studio. Um, and thank you all for watching. And, of course, come back next week. For the finale of Glee, I can't even believe I'm saying that. So crazy. Um, you can find us in the meantime on Twitter. You can find AfterBuzz at AfterBuzz TV. And you can find me at Stephanie Wanker. You guys can find me at Roxy Stryer. You can find me at underscore Michelle P. As we I all sway out of here. I know. Thank you again for watching. And we'll see you all next week. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later, Gleeks! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.